0: Hello everyone and welcome to just what you never expected or just wine as I like to call it. My name is Rowan here on the show we highlight the perspectives, experiences, travel adventures and becoming of this atypical Jamaican Canadian American girl. Yes, I'm talking about yours truly. Now this is our third episode. I'm still uber excited. It'll be a great ride. I promise. I promise. So quick recap, over the past two weeks, we've talked about my experience being single and what that was like. I speak from my perspective, but I know what connects so many of you with me here is that you can relate. Somewhere along the line, something I've said or experienced resonates with you because you understand what I'm saying. Well, this week's topic is a little different. It's a little different than the previous two weeks. But I think you'll be able to connect with what I'm saying all the same. So as you know, this podcast is about my becoming. And I say that in my Michelle Obama voice. If you've heard of Mrs. Obama's memoir titled Becoming, you'll understand what I'm trying to convey when I say, My name is Ro. And here on the show, we highlight the perspectives, experiences, travel adventures, and becoming of this atypical Jamaican Canadian American girl. It's about all the things that has struck me, stuck with me, all the experiences and conversations that have have molded me into the person that I am today. So let me ask you, listening right now, who are you? What is wrapped up in your identity? What makes you, you? What do you think of when you consider the person you'd like to become? And lastly, what's preventing that? Well, get a glass of wine if you're ready, sit back, relax, you're in for a real treat. Well, happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome to Just Wine Wednesdays when a new episode of the Just Wine Podcast drops each and every Wednesday for your listening pleasure. I hope you have that glass of wine in hand because we're about to begin and it's deep. Alrighty, well, I'm excited. There's just something so incredible about deep, meaningful conversation that I truly love and value. All right, so let's get to it. And by the way, if you haven't read Michelle Obama's Becoming as yet, it's definitely worth a read. Very insightful, very inspirational. My dear friend Diane and I, shout out to Diane, we picked up ourselves and trekked out to Detroit in the heart of winter. We were lucky enough to catch Mrs. Obama on her Becoming book tour uh, there one very, very cold winter night. Man, it was cold. Did I say it was cold? It was cold. And the lines to enter the venue were wrapped around the building. It felt like it took forever to get in. I think we were waiting about an hour, hour and a half outside. The temperature was about 30 degrees Fahrenheit, maybe like minus one degree Celsius just to get inside. But no one threw in the towel. We all stood there, and it was worth the wait. Just imagine thousands of women, all from different backgrounds, and some men there as well, but mostly women, all there to listen to what Michelle Obama had to say. And it was refreshing. It was refreshing to hear this woman speak. It was refreshing to listen to her share and just be real. Boy, the self-confidence and the self-acceptance she exuded was electrifying as if to say I am exactly who I am please accept that and you're free to be exactly who you are as well well just a few moments ago I posed the question what is wrapped up in your identity and what makes you you now of course this isn't a live show so we can't receive your responses but it's not a rhetorical question truly ask yourself and try to reflect on what this means It will mean different things to each person, of course. For example, is your identity defined by your faith or your spirituality, by being a parent, your ethnicity or your background? Is it where you were born? Maybe it's your career or the work you do. Is it being in a relationship, being a a spouse, being a wife, a husband? Maybe your body, your place in the family, or even your interests, like your hobbies, your you know sports that you're interested in. Is it learning? Well, some of these are more weighted when it comes to how you determine your identity. For example, one's faith may be more strongly rooted in a person's identity than their career, for example. It's the thing you say at the end of the sentence, I am blank. I am a teacher. I am a mother. I am a Jamaican. The thing about identity is it isn't fixed. It's quite arbitrary and can evolve or change. And it's just an awful, awful, very awful feeling when the thing or things that makes you you in your eyes isn't accepted or respected by by others around you, especially those that you really care about. I think many of us can relate to experience in this at some point in time. And then what happens? We become defensive, we get insecure, our confidence gets shaken a bit. And it's ironic that there are people out there whose perception and opinion of you affects you because they struck a chord. They struck they struck that chord in finding the underlying insecurity, the underlying doubt that exists within you. In all honesty, this hits home for me. And it, it's something I had to consciously work on because at one point, I was constantly being told by others what it was um, that I couldn't do, what I could do, what I was or what I wasn't. So you recall that I'm a JCA, Jamaican-Canadian-American, Jamaican-born and migrated to Canada as a child. So both identities are particularly important to me in my overall identity. But because I left one place for another, doesn't mean it's no longer important to me or it's no longer a part of me. Now, I landed in a multicultural city. When I got to Canada, yes, it was a multicultural city, but a newly arrived Caribbean person, adult or child, will stand out among everyone. So let me paint the picture. Here's a little dark skinned Jamaican girl out of her element. No friends. Her accent is heavy. She's in a strange new country. Everything is different. It's cold. There's even snow and she wants to go home. Her peers are quick to tell her she's different, she sounds funny when she talks, and that she isn't Canadian. Then fast forward a few years after assimilating, you have other Jamaicans, newly arrived, visiting, and even those back home on the island, who tell her, you're not a real Jamaican. You're a foreigner. Because she's lived a few years in a new country and has started to adopt some new ways of doing things. Or maybe her accent is no longer as thick. So if this child's identity is wrapped up in the concept of being a Jamaican, especially while living in a new country where she isn't quite comfortable as yet, or she doesn't feel quite as accepted as she would like to be, how do you think this would affect her? Or you, if the shoe were On your foot. Needless to say, this is a part of my story and happened many a times from childhood into teenage years and even as an adult. (laughs) As I got older, many a times it was other Jamaicans who often expressed I wasn't a Jamaican or I wasn't a real Jamaican when they learned I left the island at a young age. Now this really bothered me. It really bothered me particularly when I was younger and somewhere deep down there was this desire for approval of others, especially approval from my own people. But as I got older, it bothered me even more so because I found it very counterproductive, very negative and divisive in general. I became very defensive when comments of the sorts were made in the past and at times These conversations became pretty intense, if you know what I mean. I just believe we should be looking for ways to connect and and not ostracize and push each other away. I consider being Jamaican a part of my identity that just cannot be erased, irrespective of how many years I spent living there or how many years I spent living abroad. And no... I may not have experienced some of the rites of passage that others who grew up there on the island have experienced, but one doesn't cancel the other out. And I consider myself a Jamaican not only because it's my country of birth, but because it's also the place of my lineage where my parents and my parents' parents were born. And FYI, a child born outside of Jamaica to Jamaican-born parents is still a Jamaican. If you disagree, ask the government of Jamaica who will issue a passport to the foreign-born child of a Jamaican national. (laughs) I'm just saying. Anyway, that's my tangent and experience with that. And by the way, you can replace Jamaica with any country across the world. I still believe that an individual is a sum of all their parts and that each should be embraced and respected. There's another point worth mentioning, and it's quite sensitive in nature. What happens when we question who we are as a result of an extreme loss? Friends, I'm talking about losing a part of you, physically. I'm talking about all the men and women out there who've had to make a decision between saving or prolonging their life, and losing a part of their body, and who questioned their womanhood or their manhood as a result. I saw what it did to my friend who had to have her uterus removed before having any children of her own. She did this to save her life. I watched another friend brave through having one of his testicles removed after having an accident. And I watched another go in for surgery to repair tubal blockage only to wake up and find out that her tubes couldn't be saved and had to be removed altogether. Daily we face challenges, decisions, and experiences that we could never imagine. And it takes incredible strength to go through these things. When terrible things happen like these things have, does it mean you're no longer a man Or a woman? Does it mean you're less than a man? Or maybe less than a woman? Of course no. But in the mind's eye of someone who's going through this, it's a very real and relevant thing. In these very moments, people's identity can become so very shaken. As a society, a community, a family, or a group of friends, whatever it is, It's our duty to ensure that our wounded members heal. But I'm talking about on the inside where sometimes healing never takes place or may take decades. We ought to encourage and embrace each other, especially through difficult challenges such as these, because we really are stronger together. And they say a chain is only as strong as its weakest link Well, I'm about to get out of here, but I'll leave you with a poem I wrote for one of my friends mentioned above after losing a part of her. It's called A Woman is a Woman. Here goes. A woman will always be a woman, regardless of the length of her hair. Whether it be as long as a goddess or so little, there's no need to comb that hair. They say a woman's hair is her beauty, but that simply isn't true. For beauty comes from a place that's deep inside of you. A woman will always be a woman, whether she has one breast, zero or two. A woman will always be a woman, even when she's lost both of her tubes. It's a gruesome pain that can't be erased because it's left an ugly stain Perhaps God in all his wisdom will to her someday explain, but in the here and now, it's imperative that she knows without a doubt and must never ever forget, a woman will always be a woman, even when life has put her to the test. A woman will always be a woman, not because of things with which she was born, nor even the things that she can do, but it's the love in her heart, the compassion she shows, and the warmth of her touch. It's the loyal friend that she is and how immensely she cares, the forgiveness that she offers and the kindness she shares. It's the wisdom she's acquired over the course of time. It's the lessons she's learned through life's journeys and trials. A woman is simply a woman, because that's just who she is. Many of us face challenges with our identity, with belonging. It isn't new, and it will likely continue for a very long time. It happens when our confidence becomes shaken. It may be due to various factors, but the bottom line is it affects our response. We become unsure about our identity, or feel threatened And a lack of identity makes us insecure, plain insecure. It makes us doubt ourselves. And for some, we try desperately to belong and win the approval of others. Other times, it causes us to snap fire and attack when we feel offended or excluded. (laughs) You ever jokingly tease someone and they fire back at you like you were in a battle? Words literally piercing your soul. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good indication there may be more to it than... What lies above the surface, you know? Well, I think what I'd like listeners to take away from today's show is that our identities aren't attached to any one thing. We can be many things. We can be contradictory things. Sometimes I'm coy and sometimes I'm shy. Other times I'm bold and daring, but they're both traits that I embody. I'm Jamaican. I'm also Canadian. And it so happens I'm American as well. (laughs) I can be private and I can also be an open book. I'd like for listeners to trust and know that what makes us us doesn't need validation from anyone but us. When we know what makes us us, what makes you you and me me, We can own that and define ourselves for ourselves. Well, that's it for our show today, everyone. Thanks to each and every listener for winding down with us here at the Just Wine Podcast. I'm so glad you chose to spend the time tuning in. You can look out for the next episode, which will be available for download next Wednesday night. We do post episodes weekly. You can look forward to that. And if you have the opportunity to give us a review, I know you can do that on Apple Podcasts. Please drop a line. Let us know what you think. Let others know what they can expect from the show. And if you'd like to send us any questions or comments, we'll welcome that with open arms. Visit our Instagram page. Follow us there at Just Wine Podcast. That's J-U-S T W-Y-N-E-Podcast. Or send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. That's J-U-S-T-W-Y-N-E podcast. Additionally, you can find us online, www.justwine.com. That's J-U-S-T-W-Y-N-E.com. Visit us there, join our mailing list, and stay up to date with all the latest Just Wine news. Well, that's it for now, everyone. Until next week. See you then. Bye for now.